Are you looking for practical ministry help to inform and inspire your leadership? Do you have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of other leaders in pursuit of stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast, presented by CDF Capital, helping churches grow. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary. Seminary Podcast. My name is Christine, one of the hosts of the podcast, and I'm joined by Rich Birch, the founder of Unseminary. Rich, you know that I enjoy hosting my services at our church. So when I see an article like this, I get a little nervous. Today we're talking about nine tiny habits that can cause huge disengagement (laughs) during announcements. Listen, nervous? Yeah. I feel like maybe we should check in at the end of the article and see how I'm doing. Okay. I don't want you to be nervous. Although maybe the title worked then. I guess maybe that's the thing. That's it. (laughs) So yeah, disengagement. That's what we're talking about today. And I want to, these are like little tiny, very minor kind of coaching points um, you know, you when you have a pebble in your shoe and it's just like a little tiny thing. This seems to happen to me and you're walking and it's like distracting to your whole, it's like you can't think <laughs> until you get that pebble out of your shoe. Or maybe you've got like one of those really nice big screen TVs. We don't have one of those, but I can imagine having one of those. And uh, like, you've got like a kid's smudge, like they were, you know, if you've got like a four-year-old and they like put their hand on it and you're watching like literally on the best television ever, you're watching a, a show, a movie that cost $200 million to make. And all you see is the smudge. Like it's super Super distracting. That's what we're talking about. Thing the very smallest details. Listen, the five minutes of doing announcements or weekend service hosting. These are critically important. They're incredibly important moments in every weekend at your church. Really, what we're trying to do is inspire people to plug in. We're trying to move people to action to get them to plug into a group, join a service team, give to the mission. These are super important. I would hate it if you had this little small detail that. Uh, you know, that kind of lost people's attention, that lost their engagement. So that's what we're talking about today. All right. Well, let's jump in. What tiny habits do we need to eliminate from weekend hosting to boost people's engagement? Perfect. First, you've got sports commentary. Okay. So you know those people that get up every time you talk to them, you're like, oh, here comes Frank. It's always guys for some reason. I apologize for being sexist. But he's like always talking about the football team or he's always talking, if he's in Canada, he's talking about the hockey team. Uh, you know, what did the Leafs do? What did the Giants do? Who do they trade? And then you let that person get up and host. Every weekend they get up and they, it's literally the exact same opening. Man, that's super distracting. I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to find a point of connection, but find something different. Don't always talk about the sports team. People are not interested. Not everyone is as interested as you are. All right, number two, blessings and other insider language. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, like being washed in the blood. These are all like great things like and they are theologically true. You do not have time in the announcements to use insider language because anytime it's, it's fine if you want to use that kind of language. But you've got to explain it. You've got to explain what it means. And you don't have time to do that. So so watch it. Don't don't use the kind of announcements or, or language on the, in your announcements that uh, wouldn't be understood by people who it's their first weekend attending your church. Okay, number three, ignore, ignoring what just happened. Okay, so, you know, I, sometimes I think we've done this. Uh, in fact, I've done this. I'll give you an example of that. Um, where we go out and we start doing the announcements and we're thinking all about our thing. And it's like, we did not pay attention to the entire service up until now. And it becomes like this, this like dramatic right-hand turn in the service. We don't want to do that. We want to, we really want to stitch together. Our job is to stitch together what just happened with what's about to happen. We're kind of like the glue 
that holds the thing together. So, uh, you know, we, we don't want to do that. I, I did this once. Uh, I think we might have talked about this last week, and I maybe that I'm just so embarrassed about it. But <laughs> this was years ago when I was first starting hosting, and we're at the Meeting House, the church in Toronto, and we're in our old building, and um, I was doing this. I was in my own head thinking, and I was. it was one of those times where I was like, okay, I got to get this language right. It was a couple things that are, you know, kind of important to talk about. And the band gets up, they play their first song, they get up their second time, boom, I walk on stage, do my whole thing, and then I come off stage, and I, I'm like, why is the worship leader standing at the side of the stage looking at me? And then she graciously let me know. She was great about it. But she graciously let me know. You know, we did have three songs. I was like so disengaged. I was like, what? Oh, I thought you finished Oops. that third song. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't want to do that. We don't, we don't want to ignore. We want to stitch it all together. I wonder if also there's something about um, possibly ignoring what just happened in the world. So maybe the week previous oh, yeah, to the service, there's local tragedy or some kind of national news that we need to include as well. Oh, that yeah, absolutely. Well, and you led this uh, last summer at our church. We had at one of our campuses, we had a tornado go through and we don't live in a place where tornadoes normally happen. It's like a once in a 20 year kind of thing. Yeah, it would be a huge disengagement point to not even mention it, right? Like to not, you know, to, to you got to make sure you talk about those things. And that's a good thing, actually, that, that could be like a game day thing that you got to talk through with the worship leader or, or in the, whoever's teaching that day. Like, okay, who's talking about the tornado? Like we right. all don't. Someone's got to hit it. Yeah, we all don't necessarily need to talk about the tornado, but, uh, you know, somebody's got to talk about the tornado. That's great. I still love that. All right, number four, shielding your eyes from the light. Okay, this is like a huge pet peeve of mine. And and you'd be amazed how often this happens. It's like we, your church spent, I don't know, tens of thousands of dollars on an incredible lighting kit so that so that you can be seen by your guests. That's the point of the lighting kit. And then what do you do? You go up there, not you. I'm saying the, the person that's listening in. You go up there and you're like, you do the, the one hand block or you do the like, I like to call it the cone of block where you just like put your both hands around and like you, they can't see you when you do that. You are disconnecting <laughs> with the audience. Uh, and it's like super distracting because you're actually pointing out the technology. You're pointing out the fact that there's all these light, this lighting here. Please don't do that. All right, not introducing people. Okay, so who are those people on stage with you? Like, and who are you yourself? You know, like so many times people get up there and you just start talking. People have no idea who you are. So, uh, you know, introduce yourself. Hey, my name's Rich and I'm one of the pastors here. Or, hey, my name's Rich and I have, or I'm going to be your host today. Even just that, like mm -hmm. you could say that. Or, you know, um, if your worship leader hasn't introduced themselves as they're getting off stage, wow, Andy, thanks so much for leading us today. Just a little line like that can help, uh, you know, take people, take, kind of bring people in, uh, ensure that they're kind of connected to the overall experience. That's good. All right, number six, acronyms or fancy names. Okay, so does your church use a bunch of acronyms for uh, various ministries or departments? Stop it. Acronyms <laughs> are terrible. They're for insiders. What acronyms? So the people that love acronyms are the military. And why do they love the acronyms? They love it because it defines who's in and who is out. Mm. Please stop using acronyms. This is also like the fancy names of like different ministries. Lots of churches have these. They have these non, like these names that do not make sense unless you put a definition behind it. I remember once I was at a church and they were talking about how the teenagers were going to be getting together. What exactly is a teenager? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> turns out it was people who are retired, but uh, that's not self-evident. Or it's like that. And, and we struggle with this at our church. You know, Wumbaland. What the heck is a Wumbaland? It is, you know, so then we, every time we say Wumbaland, we have to say Wumbaland. Oh, that's our preschool Sunday environment, environment, preschool environment or whatever. So uh, we've got to explain that. Yeah. Okay, practicing your stand-up comedy. <laughs> okay, so sure. You want to make people smile, but you don't need to practice your latest stand-up routine on them. Don't punish them. Stand-up comics take a year 
to build 60 minutes of content. They will do literally 50, 60 shows to get to 60 minutes of content. Do not punish people with your latest funny joke. Uh, you know, there's a lot we could talk about here. All you need to do is get people to smile. You do not need to get people to laugh and be super funny and all that. It's okay. To, like a dad joke is fine, but you are not trying to get people rolling in the aisles. Don't, don't even try it. Weird prayers. Okay. One of the reasons we pray in public is because uh, it represents what a normal prayer life is. So this is a good thing. Like we want you to pray. We want people to pray. Uh, but you've got to watch your language. You know, you've got to, uh, we, what you want to do is model an intimate prayer um, conversation that isn't using all kinds of weird language that doesn't make sense to people who are who normally attend church. Model a prayer life that uses normal language to connect God. It's a simple way uh, to help people take next steps in their relationship with Jesus. If we just give them just some simple words, some simple language uh, to connect, uh, it's, a, it's a great way to help disciple them even. Okay. And lastly, you've got not making an ask. Okay. So people are anticipating. In fact, they're waiting for you to ask them to engage. They, they, even people who have not been to church that much, they know when you get up there that you're going to ask them to do something, to get plugged in in one way or another. So if you get up there and do your whole thing, and then at the end, what's going on in their brain is, so what do they want me to do? What am I supposed to do with all that? That's just a bunch of information. I don't, like, am I supposed to go to the lobby and like stand on my head? <laughs> do I click the website, publish the QR code? What do I do? Uh, listen, too many of us, particularly around the financial stuff, it's like we talk about finances. We might thank people, uh, but we don't actually, we don't actually tell them what we're going to do, which is, you know, in a moment, our ushers are going to come by and pass a plate or we're, you know, we'd like you to go online and these, here are the three ways you can give that sort of thing. Uh, they don't, we don't actually make the ask. All right. So the bottom line is increasing engagement is about putting our guests first. Yeah. Ultimately, all of these nine habits are manifestations of us putting ourselves and our needs ahead of our guests. Each one of these really is like, it's really, we're, we're making it more about us than about them. We need to think about how our ministry will be received by the people who are attending our services. Our goal is really to start with them in mind. This is like key, key, key for us. We really need to think about this. What's in it for me? We need to be thinking about it from their perspective. Uh, and if we do that, we're going to be good. All right. So question for you, Christine. Okay. <laughs> okay. So which of these stood out to you or any of those, you know, kind of like, oh, maybe that's something I could work on as you do announcements. Again, you're perfect at announcements. There's no coaching oh, required for step, you. Stop. Stop. I do enjoy it. Um, I think actually I want to work on the not making an ask piece. I think when you said, you know, draw a line in the sand, drawing a line in the sand forces a decision. I think that's something that I could zero in on and make sure that actually in all of my segments, the line has been drawn and people need to decide or decide against. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So that, yeah, I love that. That's, um, that is, that's a huge one. I love, that's a great takeaway. Like, I think what we're, we're talking about on that one is like, so let's say we're talking about joining a group. I know you're passionate about that. Um, we don't want to just tell people like, so the, the, the bad way to do that is we just talk about how our church, and you don't do this, but we'd say like our church is launching groups next month. We're going to have a, a, an event where uh, we're going to get you, you know, open up groups for this next season. It's all about what we're doing. You don't do that. Kind of step 101 is to say, hey, are you interested in joining a group? Are you interested in connecting with community, growing in relationship with God? You know, then you should come to, so it's we're using language that focuses on them and you very much do that. But then 301, that what we want to do is draw a really solid line. 
Right. So you do all of that. You set them up. You get them thinking, yes, I want to grow in my relationship. I, I do want to connect. But then when it comes to the actual ask, we need to be super pointed and say, listen, if you are looking to grow in your relationship with Jesus, if you are looking to get, you know, build whatever that you're looking, whatever your benefits are, you know, I want to, you know, connect with people, then your next step is to do this. And, and you get very specific, like go to this website, fill out this name, fill out your name, and then we will contact you. Like we, we want to make it as obvious as possible that there's no kind of question. What do I do? What, what am I going to do next? That's good. Anything else you'd like to add, Rich? Yeah, we've got this free three-part video series. Uh, so we've been kind of talking about this in the in on the podcast, but we've got this uh, three-part video series that is launching, and we would love you to pick it up. If you scroll to the bottom of the, the article or to the show notes, click on that link. You just have to drop your email in there, and it will magically appear uh, in your inbox. This is a part of a bigger project we're doing called the Hosting Coaching Clinic that we're super excited to launch in a bit here. Uh, you'll find out more about that. But this first part's absolutely free. We'd love to give that to you as a gift because we love announcements. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Rich. And thank you to our listeners. You can grab those three videos for you and your team at unseminary.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Unseminary podcast. Drop by unseminary.com for more helpful resources for you and your team. There you will find articles, online courses, and so much more. Unseminary, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Presented by CDF Capital. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary.